0: Silver bells, silver bells. It's Christmas time in the city. Ring a ling, hear them ring. Soon, dear Left Coast gamblers,
1: thanks so much for joining us for our Christmas special. This is Matthew Dangles, Daniel Antonio, along with Tony Squares, Cavallo, and Schaefer the Sharp, Drew Schaefer-Crixton. We're so happy you chose to spend some of your holiday week with us. We're all off celebrating the holidays with our families, friends, and loved ones. And we'll be back next week with a full show. But we didn't want to leave you hanging on your Week 17 NFL bets. So we recorded an abridged show for you before Christmas so you can make some money to fill the hole that your holiday shopping no doubt left in your bank account since we're recording our show on monday keep in mind for our king of the coast game and for any bets that you place that lines may change throughout the week so be sure to check your favorite provider for the most up-to-date lines before you put any money down we hope the rest of your holiday week is filled with cheer revelry family and super sharp bets that always hit merry christmas happy hanukkah Happy Kwanzaa, or if you don't celebrate it all, just enjoy the days Day. off of work. One and as always, time. thank you for listening.
0: Soon it will be Christmas Day. <laughs>
1: Ladies and gentlemen, to the few in attendance and to the thousands listening around the world on many platforms, welcome to the Left Coast Gamblers podcast. Week 17 is upon us, ladies and gentlemen. There are a number of games that uh, we're going to be looking at, some of which maybe uh, you should bet some money on, some of which maybe you shouldn't bet some money on. Either way, we are here to help you make money in Week 17, which I think can be a confusing week because you don't know really which teams are out there trying to play for their lives sometimes and which teams who are starting their second string uh, maybe don't want to be out there or maybe are just trying to cruise through and get by to the playoffs. I am Matthew Dangles to Antonio, joined as always by Drew Schaefer, the sharp Uh, Shaper Crookston. Merry Christmas, everyone. Merry Christmas. And joining us uh, by telephone from beautiful Boston, Massachusetts, Tony Squares, Tony Cavallo, who uh, uh, is back home celebrating Christmas with his family, celebrating the holidays, but was kind enough to stay up late to watch his Packers trounce the Vikings on Monday Night Football, and then join us by phone to talk about everything that happened. Tony Squares,
2: thank you for calling in, man. Hey, I couldn't let the week go by without saying a big hearty go, Pack, go, baby. We got a bye week coming to Lambeau. I can't wait.
3: Yes, absolutely. pending Pending a win against you know, the Detroit Lions in Week 17, Tony. I'm sure that's making you uh, shiver over there in the winter temperatures in Boston.
2: I'm not going to lie, Drew. It, it is your team, and they have <laughs> been the patty cakes of the division for quite a while. But it is a scary week. Oh, they are a team it. that can stop get it. a win on us here and stop there. And I'm a little it. bit worried. It, w- it would make sense. Listen, no, no, Mike no, no, McCarthy no. would lose this game against the Lions, but that's the difference. Mike McCarthy is no longer there. We don't play down to our competition. We need to win Week 17 and get a nice week off.
3: I don't think you'll have to be worried about any lump in your stocking this year, buddy. I think you're okay, but
1: we will see. We will see, indeed. And I was waiting to bring up the Green Bay Packers, Tony, because with the Green Bay Packers victory on Monday Night Football... After a dismal season of some questionable bets, I'll admit, I'll admit, there were there were some points in this season where I made some questionable bets. However, I have turned things around in these last couple of weeks. I have been I have been on a roll on hotter three than team parlays, hotter than a pistol, ladies and gentlemen. I just hit my second straight three team parlay two weeks in a row, both of which involving the New England Patriots and the Green Bay Packers. Both hitting. I am back in the lead in the King of the Coast contest. An incredible turnaround after a, a questionable season from the novice better. Um, call it luck. Call it opportunity, call it whatever you like. I'm in first place, and that's all that matters. And we'll get into that going on into the podcast later on. But first, uh, we want to get into some of the bets that we made earlier this season. Because, again, we are in the business of making you money. That is what the Left Coast Gamblers podcast is all about. And uh, based on looking back at some of the bets we made earlier this season, at least as far as our season longs go, you were making some money if you listened to us at any point during this season. But I want to get to our season-long bets. Those were actually pretty darn good. Let's take a really quick look back. Uh, let's start in the AFC uh, with our uh, so so. To recap, what we did at the beginning of the season was we took a team over, a team under, uh, a team. I believe it was a team prop and a player prop. Okay, so let's start with our team overs uh, in the AFC, Drew. You took Buffalo over seven and a half wins at plus 116. You got that. I had Houston over eight and a half wins at plus 105, as did Tony. We both hit on that. So, all three of us uh, starting off the season with our bets uh, or starting off with our season overs hitting.
3: Well done, gentlemen. I know for a fact, Dan, if you uh, look down on my season bets, I have one coming down to the wire on Sunday. I will be invested in the Los Angeles Rams to beat the Arizona Cardinals because I do have a ticket on them at under 5.5. Goes to show you the Cardinals team completely overachieved in my eyes. I mean, they're a team definitely on the rise, and I think they've exceeded expectations, and they still – are going
1: to go under their win total if they lose on Sunday. It just shows you there is some market value in the team totals, my friends. There is indeed. Uh, We will get to that in a little while. Let's get to our team unders. Uh, Drew, you had Oakland under six wins at minus 115. That that one didn't shake out so well for you, although I don't disagree with that bet at the beginning of the season. I took Miami under four and a half wins, which I can still get if they lose to the New England Patriots this Sunday, uh, which I think that they will. So I could still capitalize on that bet um and by the way as we mentioned in our intro lines may change things could uh you know differ when sunday comes around we are recording this on a monday because of the holiday season so just keep that in mind right now um uh we will see we'll see what happens i think the line's like 16 and a half yeah, points or something along those lines it's completely ridiculous all right. but four and a half wins i could still hit on tony you had buffalo under seven
2: no i was uh i was wrong on that one dangles definitely wrong on
1: that one <laughs> that's that one was wrong we'll we'll move on we'll move on from that one we also had team props drew kansas city to win the afc championship at plus 400 that could still hit
3: uh you think yeah i, I, think I, I, do. Uh, I do i do
1: indeed i'm liking i'm liking that ticket right now buddy
3: i I'm do indeed
1: my team prop was baltimore to win the afc north at plus 275 that was easy. nailed that right. absolutely listening back to our earlier podcast today i had i had some very prescient things to say about lamar jackson's uh Uh, advancement as a passer Uh, and then Tony um, you had Cincinnati another speaking of prescience uh, an incredible uh, pick here and uh, Cincinnati first overall draft pick nine to one odds my friend plus 900 You nailed that last week with their loss uh, to the Dolphins in uh, overtime they clinched that number one pick they are officially
2: on the clock I had this from the beginning the Bengals stink they've stunk for a long time even though they had a new coach it was going to be chaos out there AJ Green was missing who knew who knew that AJ Green was missed the whole season but I knew that I knew that was going to be a a long shot that would pay off hopefully and it it came to fruition but hey Joe Burrow the horizon is nice for Cincy Joe Burrow is coming to you all
1: right do your gloating for now because this next one's not going to make you look so good we also had our player props let's start with Drew again this is the AFC Devin Bush to win defensive rookie of the year pittsburgh steelers uh middle linebacker uh, devin bush in the conversation i personally think the award goes to nick bosa uh, I don't know if there, I mean, maybe made there's the a Bowl. case to be made. Uh, sure, in the Pro Bowl. You did also have that. That's true. You did also uh, 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 add in, there was not a line on it, but as an addendum, as a <laughs> yes. caveat, if you will. It was a caveat. It was exactly. a caveat in there. It was that a hell of a caveat. Yes, it was a hell, and, and a hell of a caveat Thank indeed you. about Devin Bush making the Pro Bowl. Stun. We will see on that. Uh, I'm doubtful on defense of rookie of the year, but it could happen. It's not out of the question yet. Uh, that was plus 800 that you took that at. I had Le'Veon <laughs> Bell to lead the end. NFL and rushing at plus 1,300. (laughs) (laughs) That didn't go well. Um, You know, I don't really know what I have to say for myself other than, I, you know, sometimes you roll the dice and and they they go in your favor and sometimes it doesn't. What can you do? Uh, Tony, uh, yours was just as bad. You had Josh Rosen to have more wins than Kyler Murray this season at plus 200. Nice. That's sharp. And I have to tell you, and I texted you this, I, I was cackling out loud in my living room when I read this, like to the point where my wife had to come in and ask me if I was okay.
2: Hey, listen, I uh, on that day I made that bet, I ended up drafting Kyler Murray in my fantasy league, and he did very well for me. Do you know that Kyler Murray is the only player in the NFL with 3,000 passing yards and 500 rushing yards as a quarterback? I can't say that only I did. Only player in the NFL with I that. I can't
1: say that I did. So there you go. He's been all right. All right, he did something right. for you this year. All right, so um, I, I would say on the whole, we did pretty well. Our team props went a little bit better than our, our player props did, I think uh drew you went uh looks like well you have the potential to go three for four Yep. i would say likely potentially more likely two for four uh i hit my season over i could hit my season under uh and i got baltimore winning the afc north so two out of four ain't bad and tony you've got houston at over eight and a half uh and you've got cincinnati with the first overall draft pick so you hit two out of four as well so hey look in in, in the world of gambling i feel like a, a coin flip ain't that bad
2: Well, Dangles, also, I mean, we we tell it all year, we've been talking about it all year, this show makes you money. And if you take the odds into account, each one of us made money on those bets.
1: Uh, let's touch on the NFC really quickly, Drew. You had Carolina at over eight at minus one twenty. I don't think that uh, that landed quite well, so good. Well, pretty much
3: mere images of uh, their years, back to back years. They start hot, they start hot, and they just absolutely and they cool choke down the, the stretch. Half. Very strange. So well, I didn't do any
1: level. better on mine. I had Chicago over nine and a half at plus one twenty. That didn't shake out so well for me. Tony, you yep. had Tony. You got your team over. It was New Orleans over ten and a half at plus one thirty. You've got that, and you also tacked on any NFL team to go over thirteen and a half because if you you I think your reasoning was if you were gonna bet on team to go over 13 and a half it would be the new orleans saints
2: yeah and then they're not going to get there they're going to get 13 at best but baltimore has a chance even though they're playing rg3 baltimore has a chance to get to 14 wins and win that one for me as well
1: uh tony you and i also speaking of um, uh we'll, we'll just uh, kind of snake it here back on the team unders you and i both had san francisco under eight wins at plus 115 <laughs> uh, looking back on that kind of feeling silly right now huh
2: Nope, not going to happen. That that goes to show you preseason football means nothing.
1: Drew, your team under was Arizona under 5.5, which you could still hit. We've spoke on this, You could still hit. Uh, Then we we have our uh, team props, which was, uh, Drew, you had Philly to win the NFC East. Still could happen Uh, with a victory. Uh, I had the Atlanta Falcons winning the NFC South at plus 325. That was a, that's an L. That's an L I'm chalking up right there. Tony, you had Detroit (laughs) making the playoffs at three to one odds plus 300. That's not going to happen.
2: No, it's not. But I also, I I remember this the day of the other bet I had also three to one was Los Angeles Rams to miss the playoffs. And I didn't end up having enough balls to take it. And that's on me.
1: All right. Finally, uh, moving through our player props, Drew. You had Aaron Donald winning Defensive Player of the Year at three to one odds. Could happen? I don't know. I don't know no. if it's gonna. I think to Stephon Gilmore probably wins Defensive Player of the Year at this point. I had Devonte Adams to lead the NFL in receiving at plus sixteen hundred. That's not gonna happen. I actually looked uh, uh, looked that up tonight, Tony. He's not top thirty five in receiving going into Well, he into missed week a couple 17. of games in
2: the middle of the season, but he did have a huge chunk of yards tonight. So he moved up those rankings a little bit.
1: He did. He will have. We'll see if he crests top 30 uh, to end the season. And Tony probably with the best one of all, Sean Payton to win coach of the year at 14 to 1 odds. I would say there's a pretty darn good chance that that happens considering everything the Saints, Tony, have been through and the fact that they won so many games with Drew Brees on the sideline.
2: Yeah, it's going to be tough. If Tomlin makes the playoffs with his shitbird Steelers, I think he steals it. And then you have Harbaugh having the best team in the league and the Lamar Jackson twist. So I don't know if I win that. Uh, if I win that one, I will say though, John Payton will be uh, in the in the voting. He'll be in, on the podium.
1: Anything else to say about uh, your uh, season-long bets, boys? Before we move on to gravestones.
3: Well, I told you, Dangles. I'll tell Tony this. I did a uh, preseason pool where you had to bet totals on all 32 teams, Tony. Three out of four wins I uh, get this Sunday. I will be literally 16 and 16.
2: Wow. Wow. Right down That's the funny. middle, buddy. Debbie.
1: And with that, we will move on to gravestones. We've got two teams left to eliminate. We are not hamstrung by conference. We will be choosing the last two teams on uh, either uh, all for all of us to, to head off into the season. And then we will recap our results next week on the show. Let's move on. We will kill the final two teams of the NFL season for 2019 in this edition, this week's edition of Gravestones coming up next on the Left Coast Gamblers. Lay-
2: Coasters. Hey, this is Tony, and thank you for listening to the Left Coast Gamblers. We are available on SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and wherever you get your podcasts. If you like the show, leave us a review. Leave us five stars. Five seconds of your time is five new listeners for us. You can also find us on Twitter, at LeftCoastersPod, and on Instagram and Facebook by searching the Left Coast Gamblers. Check out our pages each week for new contests, live tweeting and posting on NFL Sundays, behind-the-scenes content, and more ways to engage with the show and Make you money. And as always, thank you for listening. Left
1: Coasters. And we are back here on the Left Coast Gamblers podcast. Thank you for joining us. Matthew Dangles, Daniel Antonio, Schaefer the Sharp, Drew Schaefer Crookston, Tony Squares, Tony Cavallo joining us by phone from uh, Boston on uh, on a little vacation, a little, uh, little siesta from the L.A. Sun going back to the cool Cool Boston winter time to uh, uh, enjoy some Christmas time with his family, some holiday time with his family. And speaking of cold, desolate tundras, we are going to send two more teams into exile each this week on the final week of Gravestones. It's your uh, America's favorite game, and it has come time for us to close the year out in Gravestones. This is our final Gravestone ceremony of the season. Again, we will each be killing two final teams to end this year. Uh, Let's set up the Grave Pool and who we've killed so far before we launch into it. The Grave Pool consists of the Washington Redskins, the Arizona Cardinals, the New York Giants, the Atlanta Falcons, the Chicago Bears, the Detroit Lions, the Cincinnati Bengals, the Miami Dolphins, the New York Jets, the Denver Broncos, the Los Angeles Chargers, the Jacksonville Jaguars, and the Tennessee Titans. Only one of those teams, gentlemen, still contends For the playoffs mathematically i would say that's a pretty good uh statistic for all of us over the course of the season uh tony in the afc you have killed the indianapolis colts the cleveland browns uh and that's it uh i have killed in the afc the oakland raiders the cleveland browns drew in the afc the oakland raiders and the pittsburgh steelers and the indianapolis colts in the nfc tony the Carolina Panthers, and the Dallas Cowboys. I've killed the Rams and the Philadelphia Eagles, as well as the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Tony, you've also killed the Bucks And Drew, you've killed the Panthers and the Rams. So without further, ado, without further ado, let's launch into the final 2019 edition of Gravestones. Thank you for joining us, ladies and gentlemen. It's good to be here on the last season, the last uh, episode of the year, the regular season. I won a whopping 84 units in King of the Coast oh this past God, week. Oh my God, we know, we know, we know. So I will be going first Thank you. in Gravestones, and with my first pick, I will be burying the Pittsburgh Steelers. About time. I do not believe they'll make the playoffs this year. It's a lost season with rotating terrible quarterbacks and a, and an awfully hurt backfield. It's too bad for James Conner. Well, boys, I've been saving
3: this. You can call this a... Uh, pocket aces here. The Cleveland Browns. <laughs> Somehow I've not used them. Freddie Kitchens, we all know what he does. He's a deer hunter. He's not an NFL coach. Bye-bye, Cleveland. Tony...
2: Well, I believe that leaves me, and Dangles put me in a tiny little pickle, although he screwed himself because Dangles has only one more kill left, and he still has Indy and Carolina available, so good job by you, Diggity. I'm now going to kill the only team that's left, even though I think they make these playoffs with a litany of events that need to go their way, but the Oakland Raiders are my kill, and hopefully Pittsburgh wins out.
1: Well, with my final pick, I'll be uh, killing the Carolina Panthers. Wow.
3: And that leaves me with my final pick, boys. I think the most disappointing fan base right now in America on the naughty list is the Dallas Cowboys. And they will be buried in Shave of the Sharps' gravestones now. Bye-bye, Dallas.
1: Tony, you're all that's left.
2: Well, it's fitting that we end the final gravestones with a team that uh, is our home team. The reason we started this podcast. A team that spent all of their first round draft picks to try and win now. They made the Super Bowl last year and this year they are not making the playoffs after being eliminated. Losing a great game to the San Francisco 49ers. And I have a question for you boys. What do you think happens first? Do the LA Rams have a first round pick or do they finish construction at LAX? That is the question of Ooh. all time. the Los Angeles Rams are dead and we will ram it no longer. Wow. Good night, Sean McVeigh.
1: And with that, we conclude our final edition of Gravestones for the 2019 season. Au revoir. Adieu. Auf Parting is such sweet sorrow to the teams we have buried, rightfully or not. R.I.P. Goodbye. Left Coasters. All right, back to full volume here on the Left Coasters podcast. Matthew Dangles, D'Angelo Antonio, Schaefer the Sharp, Drew Schaefer Crookston, Tony Squares, Tony Cavallo joining us by phone from Boston, Massachusetts, where he's Enjoying his Christmas uh, holiday, you may be wondering where our pickem is this week. Why we aren't doing a pickem? Well, uh, we just figured it's week seventeen. Uh, there are a lot of games that um, that do matter, but there are also a lot of games that don't. And after all three hosts ended up losing to uh, Jersey Allen in our uh, guest pickem uh, segment, where uh, uh, Drew. Uh, I think ended up losing. Uh, what was it, eleven to four? I think Allen got and or eleven, 11 and four. Allen Al- went eleven and four and uh, uh, drew eleven and five. Excuse me, eleven and five and drew that. Uh, that puts you at eight and eight.
3: Oh, that's whatever. I mean, Jersey Allen, you know, Merry Christmas.
1: So, uh, Jersey Allen made his way through Tony. He made his way through me. He made his way through Drew. Um, we're gonna have to have some sort of uh, coronation ceremony or some Sounds kind like of like scene. some kind of uh, some kind of way to crown him the Pick'em champion because he is he has dethroned me. He has dethroned all of us on on the show. I I don't really I don't have anything to say for myself here, guys.
2: Can I can I say one thing? Uh, uh, sure, uh, I tied. Him, so I did lose via a tie. Let's just say that, which is just as
1: good Great. as a loss. Congratulations, Tony. Uh, so moving on, uh, we unfortunately all lost to Alan, whether or not we tied. The point is, we all lost, uh, so we'll figure that out, uh, and we'll uh, find some way to crown him a uh, champion of pick 'em later on in the podcast. But moving on to our King of the Coast segment, because uh, we decided we're just not going to go ahead and do the pick 'em this week, we'll spend more time on the King of the Coast segment. Uh, boys, this this was a big week. Tony keeps track of all the specifics on the the King of the Coast, so I'll turn it over here to him to get us updated. All I know is I won a buttload of money this week.
2: Dangles, you went 3-0, and oh, including winning your second Triple Deke Parlay. I'm wondering if there's another one down the pipeline here. You won 84 units. Two weeks ago, you were down to your last Half unit, you now stand at 128.5. When you're hot, you're hot. Drew, you won money as well, plus 14 units on the week. You're back above the pay grade. We all started with 100 units. Drew is now at 104. I won units as well, but just a measly five. It brings me back up to 91 units. Got to do some work to get above 100, but let's all make some money and make the listeners money. Let's do it.
1: Let's uh, head on into our bets uh, this week. Tony, you're on the phone. Why don't you start us off with your first bet of the week this week? Uh, And as a Mm -hmm. reminder, oh, hold on. As a reminder, uh, uh, we are at betting 30 units total. Each week, this has been a weekly contest. If you're just joining us for some bizarre reason in week 17, uh, this has been a weekly contest we've been holding. We are uh, betting. We've been increasing the value over the uh, uh, over the year. We are at uh, betting 30 units per week. We have to make three bets, including one best bet, max 15, and we can divide it up any way else we like. Uh, Tony, let's get back to you. Let's hear your first best bet of this week.
2: Yeah, I'm starting off. I usually end it, but I'm, I'm the worst right now, so I get to start us off. We get to save the better betters for later, but Tony Squares is coming back and winning some money this week. It's a tough slate because a lot of these teams, we don't know who's playing. We don't know who's starting. We don't know who's golfing already, but I'm I'm going with a total to start us off. These two teams all year have just scored and scored and scored. Jameis Winston might end up with 30 interceptions on the year, but he still scores no matter who's receiving the ball for him. Tampa Bay versus Atlanta both of these defenses stink both of these offenses are connecting the number is 49.5 it's a big number but they're playing in a dome Tampa Bay Atlanta over 49.5 for 10 units
1: 10 units Tampa Bay Atlanta over not playing in a dome though they're playing in the grass all right moving on uh let's go to Drew Shea for the sharp Crookston uh what is your first bet this week sir
3: well, as Tony said, Week 17 is tough to handicap. It's similar to, like, betting a preseason game because you just don't know who's playing, what the motivation is, blah, blah, blah. So I'm going on a first little money line Parlay, boys. Uh, the New England Patriots clearly motivated to win to secure that first-round bye. Don't think they'll have any problem beating the Miami Dolphins, the Kansas City Chiefs. Now, remember, the Texans win behind them. They would uh, lose the three-seed. Um, I think they want to keep their position there. And, of course, if the Patriots were to somehow stumble, they could jump over the New England Patriots as well. So I like Kansas City to have an easy win against the Chargers. And then from what I saw from the Jaguars, my God, Tony and Dangles. Uh, you guys gave me a lot of shit for betting on shitty teams all year. I get it. But how many times did you guys take the Jaguars this year? Holy cow. A lot. The Colts will a beat lot. Jacksonville. Uh, the team wants to finish the year 8-8. Eight and eight so they can avoid a losing season. I like the effort they gave against a uh, Panthers team last week. So that, New England Patriots, Kansas City Chiefs, Indianapolis Colts, Moneyline Parlay, three teams – that's at plus 109. That's 11 units to win 12.
1: All right, I'm moving on. It'll be my first uh, first bet of this week. Uh, against my better judgment here, I don't think I have bet on. Well, I know, I know, I have not bet on one of these teams this year, and I'm probably, I probably shouldn't be betting on them at all. I know that, I know that it is often said on this podcast that life is too short to bet unders. Uh huh. But I am going to bet the under on the Cleveland Cincinnati game, under 45 oh. points. I think these two teams are out of wash this point. I don't think anyone cares. Freddie Kitchens and Odell Beckham Jr. are blowing up at each other on the sidelines. The the the, the Bengals might be the more put together team out of these two franchises, and they're an absolute tire fire right now. It's it's just I just I I think this game will be like a 14 to 7 final. I'm going uh, seven units on the under 45 points. Cleveland versus Cincinnati.
2: All right, moving on. Number two. Second
1: bet of the day. Uh, Tony, you start us off.
2: Well, Dangles, I'm following your lead. Life's too short to bet the under, but as Drew has always said, unders build yachts. And I'm taking an under in the most pivotal game on week 17. It's the Sunday night game, the game 256 of the NFL regular season, and it matters to both teams. Both of these teams are going to be coming at you hard, and Seattle just keeps losing people left and right. The San Fran defense has not played up to snuff the past few weeks, but I don't think they're going to be able to do too much. I think this is a close game. I think this is a tight game, and I think it's a low-scoring game. San Fran and Seattle under 47, and I'm putting a max bet of 15 units on it. I feel really strongly here.
1: Oh, that's awesome. That's awesome. I'm so excited. I'm so excited to talk about this later on. Drew, let's get to you. All right. This will be fun. Uh, Drew, what's your second bet of the day? All right. Well, last week, boys, I introduced my
3: first three team uh, 10 point teaser that flew with flying colors as it hit easily. I'm going back to the well this week. Cincinnati Bengals. Uh, I really believe they're going to be the Cleveland Browns. I, I would. They have nothing to lose now because they secured their one seed. I think you're going to max effort from them. I think Cleveland's pathetic and will have no energy. I like the, I like the Bengals to win. But just in case, I'm going to tease them a full 10 points to plus 13. The Baltimore Ravens. Look, they're, you know, sitting everybody. You think that matters against that Pittsburgh Steelers offense? That is going to be a slugfest. Those games are always, always decided by about three, four points. Teasing the Ravens up to 12.5 is a no-brainer for me. Again, I think Baltimore can potentially win that game with their backups. And the New Orleans Saints on you know the news tonight that the Packers actually control their destiny for a buy, are going to be very, very motivated to take care of business in Carolina to ensure that if the Packers or San Francisco slips up, they can sneak in that buy. I'm teasing them down to minus 2.5. So that's Cincinnati plus 13, Ravens plus 12.5, Saints minus 2.5, 12
1: units to win 10. All right, Drew Schaefer the Sharp proving his nickname this week. Technical, surgical. Boom. Boom. Uh, well, let's move on. Speaking of those Cincinnati Bengals, Drew, I'm going to talk a little bit about them here in my second bet of the week. Another Bengals bet? Another Bengals bet. Oh, why don't you bet. take the
3: Jaguars again, you clown? Another, <laughs> the
1: Jaguars money line. Another Bengals bet, and it is going to be part of a three-team parlay. Uh, not a max bet this week, but I am going to go for one final triple deek. Three-team oh, parlay. There he goes, a, Tony. It's a home dog money line parlay. We're starting with the Houston Texans who helped me this past week get to a three-team uh uh to, to my three-team parlay. I'm taking them at plus one ninety against the Tennessee Titans plus 190 uh, on the money line parlay for Houston to win that game at home I'm also taking the Baltimore Ravens to win against the Steelers again at home plus 115 with Robert Griffin and Gus Edwards I assume starting uh, on offense uh, I I think they have something to prove drew you and I were talking about this earlier tonight and I, I I think Robert I think Robert Griffin wants to come out and play listen that Steelers team is so inept
3: offensively they've grinded out wins all year but I I think that Baltimore team you got to think these guys haven't played all year. They're going to give their max effort. They don't want to lose their losing streak, um, even though they have everything secure. I, I think the Ravens are going to play that game very hard with the players they have. Obviously, they're not going to play their starters, but I'm telling you, with that inept Pittsburgh def- offense, I think that's going to be a tight ball game.
1: 14-2 would be their final record if they if they manage to pull this off.
2: That's RG3. a big year. Tony, that's can you believe we're watching
3: RG3 in 2019 start a football
1: game?
2: Not not even a little bit. <laughs>
1: Not even a little bit. I can't either. I'm and excited. I mentioned the Bengals. They are the third leg of my parlay. I agree with you, Drew. I think they are going to beat the Browns at plus 130. Wow. I'm taking this the Bengals. Be so again, Houston, Baltimore, Cincinnati, a three team home underdog, <laughs> money line parlay, eight units to win 106. <laughs> <laughs> this guy eight units to an wow. 106 now i'm just getting careless because it's the end We're of the season and too i want and i and i and i want a bunch of money it's not my bet it's not my max bet of the season or uh rather of of the week but uh i'm going with it i've made some money at this point i'm playing with house money i'm gonna go for it tony uh last bet of the week let's hear your final third best bet for the uh the 2019 season the last one
2: I know we'll be coming back at the wildcard weekend with a whole new game of this version of King of the coast. And I'm excited for it. But this right here is the bet that gets me in the lead and beats you to schmucks in this stupid little regular season game and dangles. I'm going to see your three team money line parlay. I'm going to drink your eggnog and I'm gonna you, going to raise you my friend. I'm going to raise you because last week, last week something happened that blew my mind. They, the Oakland Raiders needed so many things to happen for their paltry little six and eight team to have a chance this week. And guess what? They all happened. Brent Musburger was on the radio with Peter King talking about he's the, he's the radio announcer for those uh, newly almost Vegas Raiders. And he said, if you took that money line parlay, it was five bucks to win 200. Well, boys, we're doing it again this week. I think everything's going to fall into place. And we're going to see John Gruden and the silver and black in the playoffs. The only way that happens is this: Dude. Houston Texans to beat the Tennessee Titans, as Dangle said. Baltimore Ravens to beat the Pittsburgh Steelers, as Dangle said. Oakland obviously needs to win at Denver. They're also an underdog. I'm taking them to win that game. And finally, the meaningless Indianapolis Colts to beat the Jacksonville wow. Jaguars. We are calling this the Oakland Parlay. The Oakland makes the playoffs and saves Tony King of the Coast rankings five units five units to win 111.5 <laughs> the oakland parlay is here to stay that's my final bet of 2019 pass the yes, eggnog yes
1: i love it give it have some eggnog I feel, I feel left, left out. out. you're away and you guys
3: you know do these crazy money line you know i kind of feel left out because what am i gonna do i don't know i'm just hitting i don't know 68 on my best bets this year i'm just gonna lay aside but man those are fun bets guys i'm kind of jealous
2: Hey, mine, mine you got one left. When it came to the playoffs, it's themed.
1: You got one left, girl. Well, you know you what, got boys? one left.
3: I really value my best bets. 12-5-1 in the year. cemented Cemented myself as the best bet king. You guys might be the unit champs. I'm sticking with my sides, boys. Best bet. We all know what time it is, and we're going to wait real quickly while I pull this up. The New York football giants. Now. They threw all over the Washington Redskins last week. Saquon Barkley, I think both of you boys noticed a little uptick in his uh, production. Holy cow. He looks like the guy everyone drafted one overall in fantasy. Danny Dimes throwing the ball over the yard. Shepard Tate playing hard. They're playing a home game against the Philadelphia Eagles, and the Eagles, all they have to do is beat the Giants to ensure the division crown. Guys, I'm not buying Philly stock at all. Dallas If we had more time on this podcast, I could do a complete uh, monologue on how pathetic that team is. But Philly, you're not going to convince me that Philly is a lock to win this game. I think the Giants give max effort here. I like them getting four points at home. My max bet, 15 units, 12-5-1 in the year. The New York football Giants plus four. And with that, you
1: know what time it is, Dangles. Scissor lift, baby. Back up the scissor lift. Back up the break stack. New York Giants plus four. New York Giants plus four. Drew is scissor lift bet of the week on the New York Giants. Hey, I bet him at plus two and a half last week against the uh, Washington Redskins, and they came through for me. So who am I to to judge? I'm going to move on with my last bet of the year and tony i mentioned earlier that i was very excited that you took the under on the san francisco seattle game at 47 because it just so happens that i'm taking the over on the seattle san francisco game 47 this is i don't know you're you're an idiot i don't know how you don't see this is an absolute gunslinging shootout both of these teams want to put a punctuation mark on their season they're going to come out guns blazing high octane All of their torpedoes locked and loaded. I I don't think there's any way this under uh, this under hits. 47 is an easy over for these two teams to hit. You can lock it in 15 units. It's a max bet for the week. Signed, sealed, delivered, baby.
2: Hey, I'm happy it comes down to this. It comes down to one game Sunday night to see who takes the king of the coast crown because old sides at the sharp over there is going to be making 10 units at a time while me and you cash in.
1: And with that, we are done with the 2019 regular season on the Left Coast Gamblers podcast. When we return, it'll be a new year.
3: And most importantly, it's going to be playoff time. And I personally cannot wait uh, to get this Week 17 through the books here and get on to the good stuff.
1: Tony Squares, Tony Cavallo, thank you so much for uh, calling in and being part of the podcast, being on the other, uh, other coast. We appreciate you, man.
2: Absolutely, man, I was happy to do it, and instead of ending with a ram it, can we end with a hearty go pack go no, well,
3: absolutely not well, how about this guys we're 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 uh recording this on christmas eve eve december twenty third uh and happy holidays, guys it's been fun this year and looking forward to uh some more good stuff come January.
2: Hey, and did we make it through this show without cursing? You know, I think we, I think we did.
3: I, I, I think I said the SHIT. Wait, no, no, I, no, 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 no we I, didn't. I, I did I, too. I think I said uh, SHIT, but it's a good segue because uh, this is my first uh, Christmas in my entire life. I'm not in Michigan. It feels a little weir- weird. I'm going to spend the uh, day with my fiance and her beautiful daughter tomorrow. want to shout out Merry Christmas to my mom, Mrs. Crookston. Merry Christmas, Mom.
1: Merry Christmas, Mrs. Crookston. We're sorry for all the cursing this year. We really appreciate you listening despite all of the cursing.
2: Yeah, Merry fucking Christmas.
1: (laughs) Merry fucking Christmas, and sorry, Mrs. Crookston. All right, with that, we are done. We are the Left Coasters podcast for Tony Squares, Tony Cavallo, Shaver the Sharp, Drew Schaefer, Crookston. I am Matthew Dangles, Dangelo Antonio. Thank you for listening. We will be back uh, next week, as we mentioned earlier. This is uh, an abridged show. We'll be back next week uh, with more and a playoff preview and a bunch of new games for you. You're not going to want to miss out on this. You've been making money all year long if you've been listening to us. Don't stop now because you're just going to continue making money through the playoffs again if you listen to us. We've got the bets to prove it. Uh, We would say ram it, but we're not going to. So um, we'll just, if Tony wants to end it, you know what? Go, Pat, go. There you go. Woo! Go, Pat, go. What do you got, Drew? See you next year.